Welcome back to this fortnight in film. Uh, <laughs> man, it's been a while since we've done the show. Um, and we've got a lot of movies to talk about this week. I'm your host, Nick Fanato, joined as always by my co-host, Midwest Matt Lauer. Matt, how's it going? It's going great. How are you, Nick? I'm doing good. Yep. Awesome. Um, so, Matt, I think we've seen the same things over the last couple of weeks. A lot of big, high-profile movies have come out. What's what's well, some first of them? On... I didn't I, I didn't get to the solo one. Oh, you didn't? No, I'm just curious as to what you think about it. Oh, okay. I've heard a lot of a lot. I've heard a lot of different thoughts on that one. Okay. Um. Well, then let's let's start with uh, solo since we won't do spoilers because you haven't seen it yet. Okay. Solo, a Star Wars story, directed by Ron Howard. It was okay. <laughs> I liked That's it. what I suspected. I liked Rogue One more than Solo. Yeah. Um I I thought Solo was better than The Last Jedi. Um but overall, you know, it, it was just kind of okay. I don't know why it's getting okay. I don't know why it's getting uh slammed the way it is by people. Like it it was better than The Last Jedi. And the Last Jedi made a ton of money. Well, it, it's had a quieter opening than the others, right? Yeah, they. I think it did half of what they thought it was going to open up at. Hmm. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe that's a big part of it. Just kind of seeing that. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm sure they're still profiting from it, right? Probably. But. Uh, but it's but yes, yeah, and if the numbers are low, then like compared to what they expect, or compared to how you know the last movie did, maybe that's yeah makes it easier to uh, to hate on it. But um, the the best way that I can describe how this movie felt like watching it. Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons where Marge and Homer do a flashback to when they were in summer camp together, and Marge prank phone calls Mo. And it's like teenage Mo answers the phone and uh, he gets a prank call. And so he does the thing where he threatens the person on the phone. And as he hangs up the phone, he looks at the camera and he goes, and uh, that's the origin of that. That's what, that's what watching this movie felt like. The whole thing of was every five minutes, <laughs> every five minutes, Mo could pop up on the screen and go, and uh, that's the origin of that. Like the origin of Han Solo's gun. The origin, the origin of the Millennium Falcon, the origin of of his relationship with Lando, the origin of his relationship with Chewie, the origin of the of everything in the movie, of his name, right? Oh yeah, oh man, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I've heard about that part. Yeah, um, yeah. I, so it sounds like you're saying it doesn't have a ton of substance outside of just. Making references to things. Um, when it stops referencing, like when it stops um, uh, trying to explain Han Solo stuff, when it's yeah. just when it's just working on telling the story, it really works well. Like it's kind of an interesting story, but it always gets bogged down with with with. Oh, and then here's the origin of Han Solo's uh, wardrobe. That they don't actually go it's into like that. Take, take you out of the movie. Long. Yeah, a little bit. Like when the movie when the movie is original, 
it, it works really well, but then it then it gets bogged down with with other garbage. What's your take on um? Oh, what's her name? Amelia um, Clark. Uh, yeah, Amelia Clark. Um, she was fine. Um, okay. I don't have any problems with her. They. This is a, this is a movie where they're setting up like you can tell they want to make more Han Solo movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so they set up a bunch of a bunch of stuff for the sequel that we're probably not going to get now because the movie didn't do so well, which right. is which is a shame because I I want to see where they go with the character and 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 whatnot. I, I I'd like to see where they go with it. Um, yeah, I think the next uh, the next independent movie is either a Obi-Wan movie or a Boba Fett movie. I think they said Boba Fett. <clears throat> but okay. but um the uh um the stuff with with her was was interesting cuz it's new. Um mm-hmm. uh it's tough to talk about without spoiling anything. So I think I'm, I think I'm just going to stop. Um, but it's definitely worth watching. I, I mean, I liked it. I liked it. I didn't have as many problems with it as I do with Rogue One. Yeah. Um, so but you that, didn't so that's enjoy good. it as much. I think I enjoyed it. Well, uh, it's difficult to say. It's, you know, I, it's I, a difficult I movie some, to explain. I heard someone say something maybe a bit similar that there weren't... Um, as many like low lows as there are in some of the other movies, but mm-hmm. there aren't many high highs either. Like it's just yeah, I would I would agree with that a hundred percent. Okay, yeah, and I've and I've, I was asking about Amelia Clark because I've heard other people say that she wasn't very good, and I t- I'm inclined to believe that because I I feel like I've seen her in things and gone like she's not really that good. Like I feel like that's a a common thing amongst the. A lot of the Game of Thrones people were they're, they're they're they were perfectly cast in Game of Thrones, and yeah. then outside of that, they don't either have the flexibility or just have another like you know note. Yeah. Um, That's how I feel you know, about like her the girl who plays Sansa Stark. I don't know exactly his name. She she's good on Game of Thrones, but she was terrible in that X Men movie, which was also right. terrible. <laughs> Yeah, and and I mean, I've I've told you about my my thoughts on Peter Dinklage, so right, I'll, I'll let it go there. I think he's great, though. I love everything he's in. He was great in <laughs> X Men: uh, Days of Future Past. He was excellent in that. Oh, you know what? That's he was he was fine in that. That's true. Um, and that was a that was a pretty good movie. Say it again. So, I, I said that was a pretty good movie. Yeah, that movie was awesome. Yeah. One of the things that. Uh, you know, when you look at like Marvel things that are done by Marvel or done by Fox, uh, you know, Fox is a pretty mixed bag. So you got some terrible X Men movies like Last Stand and Wolverine Origins, and what was the one? The Apocalypse, I guess, is the Apocalypse, one you were just talking yeah. about. Yeah. But then you got a handful of really good ones too. Is that is that a good segue to Deadpool? <laughs> yeah, that's a great segue to Deadpool. Let's there talk about Deadpool now. <laughs> yeah. Since we both that. we both saw it. So this will begin the Well, you know what? How about we talk about the other movie we were going I was I wanted to talk about before we do oh, Deadpool. Save Deadpool for last? Yeah. Okay. Um we're going to throw your segue right in the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fine. So 
on your recommendation, I watched a movie called... No, Pre- hang on, hang on. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> the second time, I did not recommend this movie. Um, uh, your, your, your listeners are going to walk away thinking I'm recommending movies like like this one and... Uh, and uh, what was that? An avalanche shark? Yeah, well, that one you did recommend me. To I didn't. I sent you a picture of the cover, and um, was like, "Hey, this exists." Anyway, yes. So, so the movie in question is is called Curve or the Curve. Um, and that's just Curve. Just Curve. Okay. Um, I liked it. Did you? Yeah, I liked it. I, I was watching it with my wife. We watched it together, and I was, I was like, I like this movie. It's a, it's a horror thriller kind of thing. Kind of. Uh, so, basically, the plot of the movie is a young girl who's like on the road to to get married um stops to help a to, stops her car and helps a hitchhiker or a hitchhiker helps her. And then about two minutes later, the movie takes a very dark turn. And Ooh, she, literally. Yeah. And, uh, and um, the, the hitchhiker uh, threatens to kill her and whatnot. And then so she wrecks the car in order to like get away from him. Um, and then she is pinned inside the car. She can't get out uh, for the next hour and a half. And um, and that's basically the movie. Like the the guy that tried to kill her. It turns in. It's it's basically 127 hours meets uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Wait, Silence of the Lambs. I don't know about that one. Well, with with the way Buffalo Bill keeps that girl in the pit. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, no, well done. Good point. But um, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I I didn't. <laughs> I um <laughs> I uh and 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 to be fair you know perhaps that you know lady in the water effect uh goes in reverse with movies too or if you watch a movie that's good and then you watch a movie that's awful right after it mm-hmm. it's, or you watch a movie that's not great right after it it seems worse um I had watched a movie right before this that I really enjoyed and then turned on curve and I I felt like I mean, everything you said about the how it plays out is true, uh-huh. um, but I, it felt like you know, it, like dialogue can really set a tone for a movie, and I felt like this one was like the the dialogue was that sort of like the guy's trying to be an asshole, um, but it's kind of over the top, and so I don't know. It, it, it felt to me like it was a movie that thought it was smart. Um, but it's not really, uh, I thought like, for instance, it seems to set up a lot of things yeah. that never pay off. Like the whole, like the movie begins with the girl feeling kind of ambivalent about going to her like wedding. Yeah. Like her, um, her fiance is like a piece of trash. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, you know, I, I, it's kind of a familiar thing where you're like, okay, so she's gonna, she's having a hard time making a decision, standing up for herself, whatever. She's gonna do that, and they never revisit that. Like, there's no little thing at the end of the movie where she's like, and now that I'm, you know, free, I'm gonna send my fiance a message saying it's off or call him or something. Um, 
And there were a lot of little things that were kind of like that that Chekhov's gun, where something gets set up and never pays off, right. except for in the last act, <laughs> because the way that works, generally speaking, is that there's something in the first act that pays off in the last act, and in this one, they threw a Chekhov's gun in, in the last act. They're like, hey, we've shown you this butcher knife or whatever. We've we've had you we've had all these weapons and things around that never do anything. By the way, here's this uh, uh, bear trap, and it's gonna pay off right away. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they have uh, so many bear traps? I don't know. It didn't make any sense. There were so uh, many. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like it's not his house. You know, so in terms of it being something that he would do, uh, that's not really the case because it's not his place. The house belongs to a seemingly innocent family. Yeah. Who just bear traps the hell out of their yard. Yeah. I mean, um, if you live in the woods, there's going to be bears. Do you want to, are they trying do you to wanna, Do you want to keep bears? them at your house? <laughs> like you kind of want them to just leave. Yeah, there were so many so. bear traps. It was like a video game where you could put traps out. Yeah, so so if they catch one, then they're like, "Hey, that's that's my pet bear. Yeah. Uh, it's in a bad mood most of the time because because uh, its leg is because its leg is in a trap. His leg's broken and hanging there. Yeah, um, I guess there's not much more to say really about the movie because there's not much more to it than that. I mean. It, you're right. It's sort of a survival movie mixed with a little bit of a horror movie, and so she's in place the whole time. I think once she's on her own, it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the survival part of it's not so bad. Um, so, I although I don't, I, don't know, I feel like see now it's been a while since I've seen it now. Um, but I feel like they have her do like. It kind of like all the check the box kind of things. Like, oh, she manages to get some food by eating a rat. Here's what she does when she has to pee, you know. But, but I don't know that you could make a movie where someone's trapped in place without purposely or accidentally checking off all those things too. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, um, uh, I was interested in finding out. Um, well, like when when she does have to pee, she pees in that bottle. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I was because because she's there for a few days, trapped in the car for a few days, and like I've said to my wife during it, I was like, she it must be disgusting in there at one point because she finds like those wet wipes and she, like tries to give herself like a little shower, yeah, a whore's bath as it's called. <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> Starting now, <laughs> and uh, and. So I was like, she must just be a, a filthy mess, which is disgusting. And then, um, like, she kills the one rat and is able to figure out how to eat it. And uh, and then, uh, what I thought was was kind of lame about the movie was that every everything she needed was within arm's reach in that car. Yeah, and except her cell phone, which she didn't find until. Uh, until right at the end where it starts ringing next to her head. Yeah, she finds her phone and, and I don't know, I feel like like kind of like the bear trap thing. Like Stuff was set up and didn't have any time to to simmer. It's like, hey, I found my phone, and then he takes it away. It's like, I didn't find my phone. Right, right. You know? Yeah. 
And she's like, I called the police. And he's like, no, you didn't. I saw your call list. Oh, yeah. Which I kind of thought as soon as she said it. She's like, I called the police. I'm like, well, he's going to be able to check that. And immediately he's like, nah, no, you didn't. Like, oh, yeah. And then, and then when the, there's that cop at the top of the hill during the storm, and she mm-hmm. decides to just start yelling for help instead of l- laying on the horn in the car. <laughs> right. Yeah, does she ever actually hit the horn? Yeah, she like hits it a bunch, and the cop was like, ooh, what's that noise? And then, and then she just starts screaming for help rather than laying on the horn. Just continuing to hit the horn. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yes, that would make a lot more sense. Like, the horn is louder than my voice. Right. And uh, and it doesn't strain my, you know, throat because I'm sure she'd been yelling for like a day at that point or two. Um, another thing about the movie is that, like, like you said, I don't have a whole lot to talk about with it other than to say that I liked it. Um, <laughs> but um, I went to the IMDb page for it to see like what you know if there's like any trivia or whatnot that might be interesting about it. Yeah. And there's two things, and the movie was greenlit back in 2007. Eva Mendez was supposed to be the the starring role, played by Julianne Hoff. Hoff, Hoff, Hoff. I wouldn't mind watching Eva Mendez in a movie that she's where she's on screen the whole time. Hmm. I didn't mind this lady. She, I thought the lady who was in it did pretty good. She's like a Dancing with the Stars girl too. She's a what? She's a Dancing with the. She's like a dancer from Dancing oh, with okay. the Stars. And okay. then, and that's like the only the only bit of trivia about the movie. Huh. Remember we watched that one movie about the haunted house? Ah, uh, Dead House. Yeah, the Dead House. And like the only bit of trivia was that it, it was the first <laughs> movie that featured some new audio thing. <laughs> yeah, gra- ground shaking audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I I uh I kind I wanted to like her and I wanted to like the guy actor too like I, I cuz it's it's you know it's a kind of low budget movie I, I want it to be good plus i'm spending my time watching it so yeah. i want it to be good uh but i i, I don't know i didn't really care for either of them. i was like yeah this acting's kind of subpar yeah. yeah i thought the guy was pretty bad um like the beginning where he stops to help her fix the car yeah and he like takes off his shirt and whatnot i mean that was pretty sexy but you know well, yeah, I assume that if it was a if it was a tape, that part would be worn a little thin. One other thing I wanted to mention was uh, um, about the movie is since we're still talking about Curve, right? <laughs> um, oh, I had it in my head a second ago, and now I've lost it. Um, oh, um, she was able to make fire, like she figured out how to make a fire, but she didn't burn down the tree stump that was blocking her door from opening. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but I did think that she was able to make what seemed like an incredible amount of fire yeah. out of like some some postcard size, uh, yeah, sh- stripper co- advertisements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also never get any kind of closure on whether or not she's going to stick with the boyfriend or the fiance. But my feeling is that no, she wasn't. Yeah, it seems like, I mean, everything was pointing in that direction, but it just never, I mean, like, I don't think you'd need it spelled out to go, she's going to leave him. But at the same time, it's like, well, if I'm going to kind of watch all this build up towards her being able to stand, you know, stand up for herself, why not 
show it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the end of the movie too, where she's like, they just kind of leave the guy there, you know? And, and I've never used a bear trap. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have much reason to, um, but I would imagine that it's possible, you know, being as how we're, we have opposable thumbs and are the people who can set the pair traps to begin with, uh-huh. that that it's possible to get out of them. Um, yeah. So, I don't know why she would leave him there. Yeah. It seemed like a dumb decision. Yeah, the ending of the movie is real let down. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't really remember any highlights. I, was there any? I mean, what 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 were the things that you liked about it the most? Since you said you enjoyed it, I, I just kind of enjoyed the whole thing, like as a whole, like during because I expected it to be a bad movie that my wife and I could make comments and, and joke about while we're watching it. And uh-huh. about halfway through it, I I realized we hadn't like been talking about it at all. We were just kind of watching it, enjoying it. I even said at one point, "I'm enjoying this." Okay. Yeah. So all right. Just kind of the full the full package experience. Yeah, and the lead the, the lead actress is she's all right to look at, and she's trapped in a car the whole time. You know, <laughs> just how you like them. <laughs> all right, and, w- and with that, uh, we can begin our Deadpool conversation. Yeah, sure. So if uh, if you haven't seen Deadpool and you're planning on it, we'll we'll be doing spoilers in this chit chat. You can begin. Oh, all right <laughs> then. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I think I'd mentioned to you before that uh, I was a little hesitant about this movie. You know, a little worried that they wouldn't be able to to do you know, what they did with the first Deadpool. They wouldn't be able to make something that fun twice. And that, you know, it's coming out relatively quickly. Um, And by the time it came out, I think I had allowed myself to get, in spite of like being hesitant and nervous that it's going to be bad. I think some part of me also was just really excited to, to go anyway. And, and like, I guess the hopeful part of me. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, in the end, it ended up being pretty much what I had expected originally. For me, anyway, I just, I kind of was like, well, these are the the jokes that I really enjoyed in the first one didn't seem to be there. Um, or, you know, things like them that hit the, hit the, the right notes to give me the same kind of like, oh, that's a different kind of, you know, experience. Um, so I, I just didn't get that enjoyment. And then the note, the the notes that were hit that were the same, like the jokes that were pretty much on point with the first one were so much the same, but without the heart. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, I, I don't know if it's just that, you know, the, the first movie was like capturing lightning in a bottle or, and, and, you know, or, and it can't be done again or that they did it and it was rushed and it was done lazily and because the, it just seemed like the jokes were weak. They were too long. They were repetitive and they just really lacked heart. Like the whole movie. I mean, and he jokes twice, which says something in the movie about lazy writing, but that 
doesn't make it not lazy. And the things that were lazy writing are the sort of things that you can kind of grant a movie that's not very serious and go like, yeah, sure, okay, it's convenient that this or that happened. But when the jokes aren't good, when I'm not laughing at Deadpool, I'm not sure Deadpool's got anything else to offer me. You know? Really? Okay. So... Yeah, and, I, and there are some other things too that, that I, I'll say too. But but for now, um, how how was it for you? Uh, I liked it. Um, yeah, I thought it was fun. Uh, I like the first one better. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is not was not as good as the first one, but it was still a fun movie to watch for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you about the the some of the comedy not landing. Uh, like mm-hmm. the first one did. I think a lot of that has to do with the the tone of the movie. Uh, it starts off where they they murder his girlfriend. Um, yes. And so now it's like... So like everything he's doing for the rest of the movie is because he's sad. You know, yeah. rather, rather than... Rather than... Like in the first one, everything that happens is because he gets turned into a monster. <laughs> a monster of a person. Right. Um, and then at the end of that movie, he's reunited with his with the love of his life. And then in this one, the first thing they do is they take that away from him again permanently. So uh, I didn't really understand why they had to do that uh, right off the right right away like that. It, it just yeah. because everything that happens after that is is it's it's from um, like tonally, it's from a point of grief. Like he's he's in. Um, a real bad place because of it. Yeah, sort of. I, I don't know. I mean, like the first one, you're right. You know, he gets turned into a monster and he's trying to get revenge. This one, he he his his wife is murdered, or I guess fiance is murdered, mm-hmm. and so he tries to adopt a kid two-thirds of the way into the movie. <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah. it, it's it, there, there's it's not that he's hunting down the people who killed her. He did that already. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, it, it, I mean, I know the, the threads there in dialogue of like, oh, I want to have a baby. And then he's like, hey, here's this kid. It's kind of like a baby, and the, these people I'm with that I don't really have much connection to are kind of like family. And I don't know. I feel like the movie wanted it to be some sort of personal growth story, but it's just not there, right? Um, and and when it came, you know, here are the 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 two things I did enjoy about it. I kind of liked Cable, mm-hmm. and and I really liked Domino. Yeah. Um, but, but when she first showed up, that whole interaction with them where she's like, yes. And he's like, no. And then yes, no, kind of yes, but kind of no. And they just went back and forth for like 40 seconds on this yes, no argument. And I was like, I don't know when I'm supposed to be laughing here. Like, or what part is supposed to be making me laugh, but just Uh not doing it. But then fortunately when it came time for her, luck ability to come into play i thought that was that actually paid off pretty well that yeah was, that was cool that was the part of the movie that actually so that's what i'm talking about with the the things don't need to be the same note but maybe give me a similar feel mm-hmm. she gave me a similar feel where i was like oh this is new this is fresh okay you know and so so creative you know i could say like hey the stuff that's going on here with her feels creative 
Um, I'm not just watching an action scene. I'm watching an action scene that's got something really unique about it. And, and that's what I felt like most of the first movie was like. Um, here it really came out with her. And then when it came to more emotional sort of stuff, like personal growth kind of things, I felt like it could have been maybe fleshed out a little more, more or maybe I just wanted to see him more because I did like him. But like I felt like that had... There was more of that actually with Cable than there was with um, with Deadpool. Yeah, interesting. I uh, I liked Cable. I thought he was cool. Um, I wish they had done a little bit more with him. Like I don't I don't really know what his powers are. He's like because everything he did came from his like magic eye, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't really know what Cable's powers are in the comics either. Other than I know nothing of that. Yeah. Um but um I, I liked cable, I liked Domino, I liked Deadpool. I the one thing that I thought was kind of annoying was the, the taxi driver, how he kept trying to be involved. Yeah. Um it, I agree with you, it didn't feel as organic as the first one. Like a lot of the stuff, like a lot of the comedy that happens in the first one is real organic. Like it, it happens along with the movie whereas in this one it was like everything was leading to a joke yeah kind of like they had done some brainstorming with jokes on yeah. the whiteboard and then went all right we want to include that so let's make that happen yeah exactly mm-hmm. and and sometimes they work and a lot of times they didn't um one joke that i really liked which was really which was really quiet was like the teenage ne- negasonic warhead uh her girlfriend uh-huh. um yukio or whatever where yeah. every time she says hi Deadpool, he goes hi Yukio. That had me giggling like crazy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I actually enjoyed that too. I don't know that it made me actually laugh, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and you're right. It was it it, it it's kind of quiet. It's I think when you say like organic, like something that just seems like it's it's there. It's it's like happening there. It's not. It didn't feel like it was like hey, we have to build everything around this or hammer it in. Right. Like, it's been 45 seconds since we had a joke. We need a joke here. Right. Right. So, so I'm with you on that. I actually, I, I found myself wanting to see those interactions more. I'm like, bring her back. <laughs> have her, have her be part of the team. Right. But it doesn't get killed in three seconds after showing up. Uh, see, I uh, thought that was funny too. When everyone died, when everyone died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they blame it on the wind shear. I thought yeah. that was funny. I, you know, I, I think I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say that wasn't funny. Um, it didn't make me laugh. I don't mind it. Um, I think the, the disappointment I had there is that Terry Crews wasn't in it more. Cause uh, yeah, that was that, that I, when he showed up, I was like, awesome. Yeah. I didn't know he was in it at all. And then they get rid of him like two seconds later. Yeah. I was I was thinking, hey, here's someone. If I can't really enjoy Deadpool that much, I'm really not enjoying his interactions with. I don't know whatever that guy's name is. The the he's like Napoleon Dynamite, gotten fatter. Oh, T.J. Miller. Yeah. Oh, I like, like T.J. Miller. I don't know anything about him as a person. I don't know about any of his other stuff. But their interactions, I was like, man, this is like. I feel like I'm seeing them do the brainstorming now. Like mm-hmm. they're just doing it on camera and they were like, Hey, we happen to be filming that. So we'll just keep it. I did, um, I, I did like when cable took, um, 
TJ Miller hostage. <laughs> He's like, I will tell you everything you want to know. I don't want to get hurt. Whatever you want to know, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, that actually was pretty funny. I'll give you that. And then, um, and then he goes to his house and he says, he's like, sorry, I'm getting an opening a door for my wife. She says, hi, everybody. Hi, Jill. Um, um, when he shows up at the house and he's like, yeah, I told him everything about you. So he'll probably, oh, there he is. He's here already. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a yeah, good that, joke. That was, yeah. that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, but when the, when the, you know, team showed up and, and Terry Crews was there, I was, I was like, all right, cool. You know, since I'm enjoying, um, I want to call her lucky, uh, Domino, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm like, okay, maybe the, maybe the side characters will do more. And then he was gone <laughs> and I like Terry Crews. So I was like, oh man, that stinks. Um, but, uh, when it comes to the the way the movie looks like i i know or, or at least i mean I, i'm pretty sure that um ryan reynolds has wanted to keep things looking a certain way like kind of keep some of the cheap aesthetic um and so I, I i guess i can't fault that but i will say like that it took me out of the movie a couple times like cable's arm um, and Colossus is everything uh -huh. like just the look of it. And I'm like, ah, uh, juggernaut was pretty funky looking too. Um, but with Colossus, especially I'm like, I, I, I can't stop watching this feeling like it's just a cartoon. Um, and it was a little distracting. Hold on a second. One of my kids is yelling at me. Sure thing. What Alex, I'm busy right now. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Don't worry, I got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was, uh, there yeah, was I I agree else. that Colossus, like the CGI on Colossus, looked kind of bad, and the CGI mm -hmm. on the Juggernaut was kind of bad too. But um, I think in a movie like this, like it, the 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 quality of the animation doesn't really matter if the if the action or story around them is is working yeah and for me for the most part it was like i didn't really mind that like what i really want to see is someone turn into colossus like uh, to have colossus turn back into a, a guy and then turn into the metal man which see is the transformation happen yeah um yeah. and then with the juggernaut like that was cool how they they just kind of have him there but uh, this is going to be me geeking out a little bit. The Colossus isn't, or a Juggernaut isn't a mutant. He's just a guy who found a magic rock that turns him into the Juggernaut. So, how were they able to keep him under control? Oh, uh, uh, with the with the mutant collar. Yeah. Well, also given that he has no neck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so a rock turned him. Like, did it put the outfit on him? Yeah. That's that's odd. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, it's magic and stuff. It's yeah, it's a magic. Um, it's a magic rock that he that he carries with him, and it, it turns him into the the juggernaut. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and that must be because I mean the, the the effects were the the Colossus effects were even worse than the first one, and it didn't bother me at all. So I think you're right in terms of like whether the movie's working for you or not. That that decision to keep things kind of 
chintzy and funky looking yeah it can pay off well know, i know like, that okay like in the, in the production of the movie they had the opportunity to have a much higher budget but yeah ryan reynolds and his team like decided to go with the lower budget so that they could retain some creative control over it oh okay which um which i thought was respectable I mean, I don't think it worked 100% in this one, but right. the, the fact that they decided not to go after the big money, super budget movie uh, in order to make the movie they wanted to make um, is admirable. Yeah, I, I like the idea of that, but I'd be a lot happier with it if I enjoyed the movie more. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I was I was leaving the theater... And I think my girlfriend was looking forward to the movie even more than I was. Well, no, a lot more than I was. <laughs> um, and she was really disappointed. And I, and, I, and I was like, you know, for some reason, you know, we're both um, walking out of here unhappy with the movie. But for some reason, it, I still feel like I have I, like I have more hope for a third one. Yeah. Like, that, the, you know, like trying to follow up, you know, if it's a trilogy, the middle one, you know, often stinks. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know. I mean, maybe I shouldn't get my hopes up, but I feel like maybe with the characters established, like Domino and Cable, mm-hmm. there, if they decide to do another one, which I would imagine they probably will, uh, if they give it more time, you know, maybe they'll come up with something, you know, some new creative, fresh ideas. Yeah, uh, that would be that would be good to see. I think the next movie they're going to make is an X Force movie, not like Deadpool three, but X Force the movie. Uh, okay. Well, I heard that Josh Brolin, that's his name, right? Josh yeah, Brolin? yeah. Um, that he signed on for four movies. Okay. So, but I've also heard that Ryan Reynolds hasn't confirmed that they're even going to do another one. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. If they do an X Force one. I don't know if I guess if it, you know if it's got I I like Negasonic Teenage, whatever, and um, Domino and Cable if they're in it and and Deadpool you know there's a chance that he'll be as funny uh, make some jokes that are as funny as the ones in the first one mm-hmm. I will uh, I I'd, I'd watch that and I'd enjoy it. Would you watch a version like a if it was just as good as this second one? No, no, I wouldn't bother. Okay. Yeah, I, I got no interest in seeing this one again. Okay, I'd I'd like to see it again. Um, well, let me ask you a question. Okay, who do you like? Not that it has to have one, you know, sp- like this specifically, but like, who's the bad guy in this movie? Yeah, who's who's the antagonist in this movie? It's uh, Cable. Okay. Cable and then and then after they figure like they come to an agreement it's the kid. Right. But yeah, like you, the villain isn't crystal clear. It's just kind of like Deadpool just trying to stop something from happening. Yeah, and then like the worst person in the movie who gets run over at the end. The, the worst person they're just not really present. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. Um yeah, the the weird preacher monster man the guy who wants to cure people of mutantism yeah and it's not like i said i don't know i don't think it's necessarily you know that things have to be that cut and dry but i think when when it's not you know the movie's not about that sort of conflict where there's Mm -hmm. just a, a bad guy um that you can lead up to you know 
conquering or, or losing to. Um, that it's, I don't know, I feel like that's got to be done pretty carefully. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that was Deadpool 2. Yeah. Um, I'd like you to see the Han Solo movie just so I can hear what you have to say about it. Well, I've been hearing overall more positive responses than I expected. Mm-hmm. What you're saying um, sounds a lot like what I did expect from it. And that um, it kind of what I was, what I felt like the previews felt like. I'll tell like, you what, I'm like, well, that's a movie. I'll tell you what I really like. Do you know the story, like the troubled production of the movie? How it had the uh, about the original directors yeah. and I'd yeah. love to see what those guys, what their guys' movie was gonna be, because if it was gonna be uh, like I don't know if you've seen any of their other movies like Twenty One or Twenty Two Jump Street. I saw the second one. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, and they also did the Lego Movie. I love that. Yeah, and so I would love to see what their Star Wars movie was gonna be. It's. It's really a shame because I bet it was going to be something real tongue in cheek, like a lot of, like a lot of uh, fun moments. Not, not a robot that's really concerned with robot rights because that's that happens in the movie. <laughs> there's there's a robot that's really concerned with robot rights. Well then, um, yeah, I I I've heard that they, um, Catherine. Is it Catherine something? I think it's Kathleen to, Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy, yeah. Um, wanted to bring in someone else so that they could take out a lot of the jokes and stuff. So it yeah. was supposed to be when it was in the hands of the original folks in charge, they, they're the directors, um, that the script had a lot of jokes in it. It was supposed to be really funny. Yeah. And then they just didn't want to. Um, Kathleen Kennedy and I guess whoever else was involved at the top said, yeah. no, we really want this to be a more serious movie. Yeah. So some of that's in there, I guess. Yeah. Some of it's in there and you can tell, you can tell when it is because it, it works like the stuff that's real clever and whatnot, I bet is from the original, original script. Cause, cause a lot of the stuff is real bland. Well, and that's, that's what I think of most Ron Howard movies. Mm-hmm. Like they, they just like you can't walk away really going like that was bad. You just kind of walk away going like, okay, right, that happened. It kind of like you know, like the lack of lows and the lack of highs yeah. sounds exactly like a Ron Howard movie to me. It's real vanilla. Yeah. So, well, I don't know that I necessarily will get to the theater to see that, but uh, but if I do, I'll definitely. Definitely share my thoughts with you. Excellent. I look forward to it. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> Just go see the damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> if I find myself with some free time, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, that's always the problem. What's coming up? Oh, I think the next thing is Jurassic World 2. Yeah. I'm going to go, but it looks horrible. Yeah, that's what I said about the first one too, and I really enjoyed it. The the first Lost World, yeah, or no the uh, the Jurassic World, the one with or, Chris, yeah 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 sorry. the one with Chris Pratt. Yeah, I uh, yeah I thought that was going to be terrible, and I enjoyed it, and it is terrible. 
but I still kind of enjoyed it. Is, it. <laughs> it is terrible, but I enjoyed it. It's not Jurassic Park three terrible, but it was it was a no. it was a it was a, a fresh new kind of terrible that I enjoyed. Now, in in my eyes, Jurassic Park three is the second best of the Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> because, because, and the very worst is the Lost World. And that is just the worst because it's it's not good. It thinks it's good, and it's two and a half hours long. Uh-huh. Jurassic Park three is awful. Knows it's awful. And it's a sweet hour and a half, <laughs> and, you just, and you can laugh so much at it. We have to In do Jurassic, a, We should ahead. do a. We should do a commentary episode of Jurassic Park three, please for the, would, for the release of uh, the Jurassic World two. Oh yeah, we could definitely do that. Uh, maybe, 100%. Maybe, maybe we'll do that real soon. I mean, and the two of us have seen that movie so many times, we'll be making the jokes before the things even happen. Yeah, right. Pardon me. Yeah, like before stuff's on screen, you'll be already laughing about it. Right. All right. No well, call for help. <laughs> Alan? Alan? <laughs> Anytime the dinosaurs times. are talking. <laughs> call for help. God, it's so bad. So stupid. So many people okayed every. Think about all the people that okayed <laughs> all of those decisions to get to where they were. Who directed um, that? Isn't that? Isn't that Joe Johnson that directed that? I don't know, but I think it had like five writers, Ugh. and like some of them had written some really cool stuff before that. Um, I still wish I, we got that original Jurassic Park four where they where they create the monster dinosaur human hybrids. Oh, it's coming. I mean, think about it. We got the Lost World where there's a Raptor Rex thing. And then the Lost World 2 where clearly they're like, hey, it's another mutant dinosaur. I mean, they're going to... Who knows what they spliced it with this time? Probably a human. Probably (laughs) there's some human DNA in there. Because, I mean, it looks like it's getting ready to, like... I mean, it looks like it's stalking a girl, like a little girl. Yeah, creeping up in a room like a human pervert. So, <laughs> I mean, they, they might be like, "Oh, it's a Velosa pervert Rex." <laughs> you know, like, who knows? Um, but if if it doesn't have human DNA, I think we're only he drives about, like, an one. ugly. He drives an old box van. <laughs> Hello. Well, if if there's no human. Van? If there's no human DNA in this one, I think we're only at least we're only like one or two movies away from that. That'll be, and I think Chris Pratt has like originally signed on for like eight of these movies. (laughs) He'd be stupid not to. They all make like two billion dollars. Well, and maybe by like the fourth one, maybe they instead of having a dinosaur with human DNA, they'll just take Chris Pratt and give him Velociraptor DNA. Oh yeah, turn him into a dinosaur. Exactly. Yeah, like the only way he can solve the there's there's a dinosaur virus that's killing the dinosaurs and he has to save them. But the only way he can do it is by turning into a part dinosaur. He'll be like the the rock at the end of uh, Doom. Yeah, Doom was a fun movie. Remember Doom? I do. We saw that <laughs> I theater, enjoyed it. Yes, and it was surprisingly enjoyable. And yeah. I hear other people hate on it and i've seen it a couple times like maybe three and i still think like yeah this is bad and kind of enjoyable so i don't i don't know where the hate comes from yeah 
Um, probably because maybe diehard Doom fans. Yeah, like, this isn't the game. But I mean, of all the of all the video game turn movie, I mean, that's the one that had the most. I mean, it had like a five minute scene where you're just watching the game happen. Yeah, you're first person mode. Yeah. Hey, did you ever see that movie Hardcore? Oh my god, I was just about to say that. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. Have you Me seen neither. it? Me neither. No, I saw it. That I saw that it was like in the. I don't know. Maybe it was Showtime or HBO. One of those lists, and I thought about watching it, and I was like, ah, I don't feel like that right now. Yeah. No, um, I haven't seen that yet. I was just about to mention that too. That's funny. I'm I'm curious, but don't want to invest the time. We should do a commentary episode of that. That's what we should save all the movies we're not looking forward to watching for. We'll just do commentary episodes. <laughs> well, there will be like no commentary on it, though. We'll just be like, <laughs> I'm watching it. It's happening. <laughs> Although neither of us had seen Hellraiser and we managed to talk through that one. Yeah, that was fun. You know what? We, interesting we, what I really regret is that when Scott was here, that we didn't do that. We didn't just do a commentary episode of that movie we watched. Um, oh man! Because life force, life yeah, force, that, yeah. Because, that would have. Yeah, we'll have to get him back over here. Yeah, because that was there. that was some funny stuff we were saying. The L- <laughs> London hallway and everything. Yeah. Trust us, listeners. We were hilarious. We were killing it. <laughs> and 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 if you can't tell by the way we're talking about it, that's mostly our friend Scott. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we'll have to to get him to be in the states and get me over to the east coast, and we can do that. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. All right, Matt. Well, it's been a it's been a great time for me too. It's time to say goodbye. We'll try and we'll try and be a little more consistent with our episodes going forward. We'll do um, what we can. Yeah, we'll, whenever we whenever we're able. We both live very vi- busy rock and roll lifestyles. So, uh, that's it. so, um, if that's the end of the re- what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I got a text message. Oh, it sounded like I said a wrong answer. <laughs> um, if that's the end of the reel, we'll see you next week in film. See ya.